we train muscles to get stronger, to lift heavier weights. So why don't we train, you know, our, our mindset and our environment and our habits to be successful as well. And then we can take on bigger goals and, uh, and accomplish them without feeling so stressed out and have all the anxiety that comes along with it. Welcome to Unmasking Greatness. This podcast is about unmasking your greatest potential and living a purpose-driven life. If you got value from this episode, you already know. Like, share, and subscribe. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Unmasking Greatness. I'm your host, Chris Kikoris. Today is our Friday fire, so I'm going to try to keep this quick and short and to the point, but I got something I want to touch on. This is something that uh, I deal with. I'm sure you guys have dealt with in the past or currently dealing with, and this is also a topic that I've been having uh, with my wife here currently because right now my wife is actually in Marietta, Georgia, and she is doing a two-week intensive course for Pilates. She wants to be a Pilates instructor, which is really cool, but they have condensed the information and the training in a two-week period. So she had to do some like, you know, pre pre-studying and watching videos and curriculum stuff. But when she actually goes there to do the practical portion, they, they jam it in two weeks, which uh, you can imagine is intensive, right? That's, that's why they call it a two-week intensive, which is something I had to remind her of as uh, they didn't call it a, a two-week cruise. So, But the point is, sometimes when you have uh, something condensed like that, that's super packed full information, or there's certain deadlines that you have to get things done, it can be very stressful. It can be overwhelming, especially if it's not something you're used to. And this just got me thinking because I, I, you know, obviously I talk to her every single day and I try to just, you know, encourage her and just keep her positive and say, Hey, like you're going to get through this. But I also think it's important to take into consideration what's going on and also give some practical tips uh, for her, but also for you guys, right? That's what the podcast is for. So this this podcast I really want to touch on is basically four habits to conquer some high stress deadlines. I'm going to teach you guys four habits that you guys need to practice and develop to be able to not feel overwhelmed going into certain things that you need to accomplish, whether it's things for you know, your family, whether it's like things for your work, um, personal goals that you have, you don't want to feel overwhelmed every time you do something because then it almost makes it like, uh, is, is this even worth it? You start to question why you're doing the things that you're doing. So, you know, take this, I, I heard this analogy and I thought this was quite interesting. So <clears throat> I want you to, I want you to take yourself back into your like high school, college days, right? Maybe you are in high school or college if you're listening to this, but uh, I want you to put yourself back in in one of those courses, one of those classes that you had to do a 30-page essay. You have a 30-page essay to write on Socrates, you know, whatever, whatever topic it is, right? 30 pages, and you have a month to do it. Now, if you was anything like me in school, uh, I'm not even gonna lie to you guys. I'm a procrastinator. I was, I would wait till the very last minute to start even working on it. I would just put it off, put it off. And then you're like, oh my God, like if I don't turn this in tomorrow, I'm gonna fail. <laughs> so what did we do the day before? We have about two monster energy drinks. You know, we're, we're going 
to you know the library and we're starting to hammer down doing all the research trying to slam pack everything that we've been supposed to be doing the, the last you know three three four weeks so what happens though we did it right most of you guys probably completed it maybe you did it in a day or two but you knew that the deadline was you know in that 30 day mark and you had to get it done or you were going to fail so there's two options pass fail that's it. There's no gray area. And failure is not an option. Because if it was, then you just drop out. So what does that mean? We have to do the 30-page paper in that time frame. Now, we're not going to talk about the quality of it, but the point is we had to get 30 pages done. And you get it done. Now, I want you to, I want you to think of that. You did a 30-page paper in a day to be able to pass this course. In a day which starts to put things in perspective, if you can do a 30-page paper in a day, realistically, you could have done a 900-page paper in that 30-day window. That's a significant amount of work that can be accomplished when you sit down and you buckle down and you do the things that you're supposed to be doing in a timely manner. On top of that, you wouldn't be stressed if you would have started earlier. You could have cruised into it. It wouldn't be so intensive. So trying to be very strategic with your time is, is really, really important. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with you some of the tactics that I've learned and some of the skills that's helped me actually help me with certain deadlines because that's, I mean, in the nature of my business too, I have certain things that I need to get done and I want them to get them done by a certain point so then I can move on to the next task. I don't like to do a whole lot of different things all at once. I like to stay very focused, finish a task, move on. So the only way that I can move on is to finish. So I need to have these deadlines. And I've done that through creating specific habits that I practice on a daily. So I have created, you know, time management and productivity routines. You know, and over time, that's the habit nature that I'm talking about. Things become like second nature. Like, I don't really think about these habits that I had to put into practice. It's just part of what I do. It's part of my life. So when I'm sharing these things with you, I want you to understand that it's going to take some time and it's going to take some practice if it's not something that you're used to doing. So we must build, you know, the strong habits when the workload is moderate, okay, when you don't have a lot of things going on, in preparations when times are highly stressful and you have maybe an intensive course to do or an intensive project to finish because it would be unreasonable to think that in this current state, you won't have another highly stressful thing that you need to do, right? This is life. This is what happens. So why not be very strategic and train for that, right? We train muscles to get stronger, to lift heavier weights. So why don't we train, you know, our, our mindset and our environment and our habits to be successful as well, and then we can take on bigger goals and, uh, and accomplish them without feeling so stressed out and have all the anxiety that comes along with it. So here are the four, okay? The first one is we want to build an unshakable morning routine. So you start your day every day focused and energized. Every day. And you're probably wondering, how do you do that? Okay, so first thing, we get it. We wake up, we're kind of droggy, maybe a little tired. That's normal. We're trying to wake up 
the the CNS or central nervous system. We're trying to get woke. But one of the things I try to do more importantly is change my mindset, right? Because we're waking up, you could be feeling tired, droggy. Then you start thinking of like all the things that you got to do and like what happened yesterday. We need to try to eliminate and, and, and change change the immediate um, the immediate like proactive state that we're in, right? We need to change the way that we are thinking. And a lot of people do that different ways. Um, some people do like meditation. Some people do like the cold plunging. Some people just like the journal, you know, there's no right or wrong thing to do, right? For me, like I don't really care to do like the cold plunge, the cold showers, the meditation, all of that stuff to me is, um, it, it's, it wastes my time. <laughs> in my opinion. Now, I'm not saying I'm against it. There's a lot of like benefits to that. But for me personally, in my lifestyle, that is not what I want to do. Um, so I'm not knocking it if you guys do do that. Uh, but you need to find something that works for you. So for me, what works for me is when I wake up is I like to go just first get hydrated. I drink my glass of water and then I sit down and I write down things that I'm grateful for you know, typically like three or four things that I'm truly grateful for in that very moment. And it puts me in this positive state of mind, right, where I really appreciate and I feel grateful for my life. And it's not a pity party first thing in the morning of like all the things that I have to do. I'm almost like blessed that I have a busy day, a crazy hectic schedule. Like I embrace that. I love that because the, the opposite of that would be having nothing to do, meaning that I have no business, that I'm not making an income, that I'm not making an impact. Now, that's a problem, right? So you need to find ways to activate your, your sympathetic nervous system to push you into a state of mental alertness, okay? So once you're alert, you can dive into your morning routine focus uh, right away. You know, you can start to attack the things that you had prioritized for that day. So I know this seems like it could be like extra work and a little bit more stressful, but it's really the opposite. I promise you that, you know, you are not giving your mind the opportunity to dally in the doubts of excuses, right? And, and compounding that stress that you have in your life. You, you're acting and not thinking about acting, if that makes sense. So the point that I'm saying is we need to find a way to kickstart your day and you have to figure out what works best for you. So if, again, if the cold showers works for you, if the meditation and the red light works for you, if it's just going for a walk uh, first thing in the morning, get some fresh air, if that works for you, then you need to do that. But having a, a morning routine that you stick with every single day is going to make it unshakable is you can't get disrupted because this is what you do and it becomes second nature you know when i when i when i wake up and the alarm goes off like it's like boom water it's just what i do like i don't think about my mind isn't like oh should i drink water how much should i drink like no like i go straight and it's just it i just do it it's automated uh and that's that's what we need to get you to so it does take time it takes practice the second thing is on the other end of the spectrum is having a end of day routine, right? Having an end of day routine. So you got a morning routine, but you also need an end of day routine. So you need to take a few minutes every evening. And I recommend that you write down any potential morning obstacles alongside of the top goals for that next day. So I want you to really think about these 
give it some really good thought. And then also, how will you handle the obstacles when you actually face them? Because you will have things that will come up. That's inevitable. Uh, And if we can prepare and plan for those, then we can definitely dominate them when they do show up because we know exactly how to get them out of our way. So having an end of day routine is really, really crucial. On top of the fact of this is one thing that we preach with all our clients as well is having, you know, uh, a schedule of like, okay, this is what time I wake up and this is what time I go to bed. Right. And then we know definitively this is how much I have time awake. And this is the time that I have things that I need to get done. Now that last, that last hour of the night before you're supposed to go to bed is where I would kind of place this whole end of day routine, you know, no more screen time. You know, I would try to really just shut everything down. Um, This is when I would audit my day, right? See what was good, what was not good. How can I improve? Also kind of like I was talking about writing down what is the next task for the next day? What are the goals? What are some of the obstacles? and, And I've even heard some people call this like a brain dump, right? You're taking everything out of your mind and putting it down on paper. So then at the middle of the night when you're sleeping, you're not trying to like in your sleep subconsciously remember something so you don't forget it for the next day. You have it down. So that's been helpful for me as well to just have things literally written down. Like I know we have the Google calendars. We have, you know, scheduling systems, CRM systems, all this stuff that has planners, but there's something about physically like writing it down. And to me, that's something that I've never stopped. So yes, I have all these other like, you know, apps and softwares with calendars, but I still write things down. And um, it, it definitely like keeps me very, very organized. So something that you guys can start to incorporate as well. Make sure that you, uh, you know, you have kind of a system put in place for that. The next, the third one is having a pre-bedtime system, okay? So that goes along with having the end-of-day routine. But if you are struggling with waking up in the morning, you know, the alarm goes off and you're constantly hitting the snooze button, well, the aggressive thing to tell you is that hitting that snooze button is more important than you actually reaching your goals. That would be my, like, straightforward answer. You could care less about your goals. You'd rather sleep through them. You'd rather dream about obtaining something than actually working towards it, right? Now, that's easier said than done, right? To just tell somebody like that and all of a sudden all their life is going to change. What I Now, more practically, what I would tell you is, you know, when you set your alarm um, for the next day, you know, one, I would consciously lay there when you're laying down and, and say this. You can say it out loud or you can say it in your mind, you know, I will get up immediately. I will not hit the snooze button. I will get up immediately. I will not hit the snooze button. Kind of repeat that to yourself because now we're kind of embedding that in our mind. So when we woke up, we're conscious, like we will not hit the snooze button. I'm going to get up immediately. Okay. So that is one tactic. Another you will hear, put, put the, you know, typically we use our phones for alarm clocks, put it across the room where you physically have to get out of bed to even turn it off. That's, that's another option for you. Um, one that I've joked with, semi-joked with, um, with, with a client of mine was I was like, I told her, I was like, I want you to put your phone underneath your bed. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, set your alarm on your phone, put it under the bed. And she was like, okay. 
I was like, so what's the the logic behind that? And I was like, here's here's the the deal. I was like, your alarm's going to go off. You're going to have to get out of bed, and you have to get on your knees to get underneath the bed to pull that phone out. So when you go and get on your knees, you get that phone and you turn that alarm off. Before you stand up, I want you to go ahead and pray and say, "Thank God I'm alive today." Start your day off with with a prayer. You know, I'm not the most religious person in the world, so I will be the first to say that. But I will say that I do practice a lot of gratitude and showing appreciation for life will make sure that you will get up. So that's another tactic that you guys can use for your pre your I'm sorry, pre-bedtime system, all right? We don't want to hit the snooze button. So that's, you know, kind of essentially where we're at with that one. The last one is having a prioritization system, okay? This here is can go a lot of different directions in this conversation, but I'm going to keep it pretty simple. Um, again, when you're when you're scheduling, when you're planning, you know, a big portion of outside of having a wake up time and a bedtime is time blocking. So if that's not familiar to you, um, it's something I encourage you guys to look up how to actually time block efficiently, how to plan out your weeks and so forth, because. When you block off time for very specific tasks that you need to get done, more than likely you have a very high success rate of actually accomplishing it during that time, right? But there's there's a very um, specific strategy on how to go about that. You need to have uh, things prioritized. So I always encourage people to uh, whatever is most important for that specific day, do it early. You know, try to get it out as early as possible because as the day goes on, there's more distractions, there's more obstacles that you have to fight off, right? And then eventually you'll just push it to the next day. So I would encourage you to do the most important tasks first thing in the morning, if possible. You know, from there, as you time block, this is something that, you know, comes up a lot with with our clients because we have activity for them to do. And then we look at it and we fine tune what they've done. So we will have people say, Let's say, for example, you work from nine to five. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty common, right? Nine to five, you go to work. And so you get off work at five, you plan on going to the gym right after. So they will block off nine to five. That's their, you know, at work time. And then right at five, their time block blocks off for the gym for an hour. And I, so from five to six or 6.30 is like gym time. And I'm like, okay, I see that you you made time to work out right after work. That's great. Now, tell me again, do you do you work at the gym? Do you work at a facility? Do you have a gym where you're working, period? And most of the time they're like, well, no, I have to actually go to the gym. I was like, so unless you have some sort of time traveling machine, <laughs> there's no way that you could clock out at five and be at the gym at five. So something that people miss a lot is having a buffer time, meaning that, okay, I get off at five, I need about a 20, 30 minute window to leave, pack up, leave the gym, I mean, leave my work and get to the gym, right? And then 5.30, I can say 5.30 to 6.30, that's my hour at the gym. So if you don't leave that essential buffer time, you can really find yourself behind in the day because you're always trying to catch up, right? And you're going to get to the gym. Let's say you said you're going to be at the gym from, you know, five to six. 
Well, now that means you get to the gym at 5.30, meaning now you were supposed to have an hour, but now it's only 30 minutes because you said that you were going to leave at 6 so you could go home and be with your family. So you can see how this can like compound over time and you will get, you know, slowly drifted behind and then you're going to feel like nothing's working. So there's a very, you know, strategizing on how to prioritize your day, leaving buffer times is super crucial when you start to build out your system for your day to day. So time blocking is going to be your best friend. And then again, don't forget, like, let's really write down what's the task for the day, prioritize those. If it's not something really like important and essential to do that day, then maybe push it off to a later day. You know, don't overwhelm yourself with trying to jam everything in like the first day. I see that a lot. Everybody tries to jam everything on a Monday because it's the beginning of the week. Like you are setting yourself up for failure if you do that. So do your best not to do that. So those those four habits can really change the game for you, okay? You need to have an unshakable morning routine. That's the first one. You need to have an end-of-day routine, okay? What does that look like for you? Do you even have one? A pre-bedtime system, because I know a lot of you have a hard time waking up. So we need to have some sort of a system put in place so we're not relying on our emotions and feelings of how to wake up. And then the last one is having prioritization uh, and, and time blocking, okay? When you start to really build the map, you can definitely find the pathway to success. But without the map, you're drifting, you're floating, you're getting on an airplane with no ticket. You have no idea where you're going. <laughs> so these four habits, uh, it's gonna take some time. Again, it takes time to work through these, but it's, it's something that I can promise you is going to be a game changer for you. And no matter where you are in your life, it will benefit you at some capacity. And then when, again, when you have things that you have a deadline to do, you can fall back on the strategies. That's something in our program that I go hard on is like, we cannot rely on motivation. Everybody's like, I wish I was so motivated like you. I wish I could find motivation. I just don't have the motivation to actually eat healthy and go to the gym. That's the problem right there. You, you're saying it over and over again. You are relying on an emotion which is motivation. Motivation comes and goes. It's like a wave. So when motivation is high, that's amazing. Ride that wave. But when that wave ends and you're in the shallow, do you just stop? Do you just drift at that point? No. You have to go back out, fight back through the waves to get back and, and ride one of those big waves of motivation again. So but the only way that you can do that is through systems and tactics and strategies. That is how you are successful. It's not through motivation. Because I can tell you right now, I'm not the most motivated person all the time. But I can tell you, my work ethic goes hard. Like my work ethic, I can confidently say that I work hard. And I think it shows. I'd like to say I think it shows. And, and the crazy thing is, I have more gas in the tank. I told my wife that the other day. I was like, you know, everybody, you, you even see me like I work a lot. I work hard. And I was like, I, I'm not done. Like I'm not even slamming this gas pedal to the floor. If I, if I wanted to, I could. Now, would that affect other areas of my life? Other areas of my life? Um, that's, a, that's another topic for another podcast. But essentially for this one by itself, those four habits will significantly help you accomplish things and not give you the stress and anxiety having deadlines 
to reach your goals. Okay. So I hope that was helpful. And if you guys have questions, if you need some more tips and strategies on time blocking, time management, any of the topics that we talked about, about building habits, shoot me a DM. Uh, I probably have some sort of free training or ebook that I could send your way to kind of help guide you in that direction. All right. So I hope you guys have a good rest of the weekend. I'm out. Peace.